Welcome to Film Study, an All-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share all of the things. Y'all know the drill. Uh, Here is my review with Jaretta for uh, 105 Truth Hurts. Hope you enjoy it. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, what is this? Episode 105? Truth Hurts. I can't believe we're five episodes in already. That's kind of... Right. That's kind of crazy. It's really flown by. It has. It has. And I do... I honestly do feel like it's been getting better and better every week. Um, obviously, I think Jordan coming in the last episode was... It just heightened everything, but yeah, I think it's been, the show is really finding their footing, so I've been been excited about it. But in general, what do you think of Truth Hurts? Uh, no, Lizzo was not playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> A disservice in itself. But, yeah, uh, facts. <laughs> I so you get, get to hear Mitchell sings. <laughs> <laughs> True, that made up for it. <laughs> I um I enjoyed this episode. I felt like there could have been more mess considering it's a blackout. But yeah. I enjoyed the episode overall with all the revelations yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. One thing All American does do is they're like, let me give you some heaviness, okay? <laughs> yes. Um. But no, I I feel you, and I feel like we're once we get into storylines, we could talk more uh, talk more about that. Like especially where there could have been mess, and it would have made more sense. Yeah. But, be mess. but I, I I did enjoy the story. I did enjoy the story, uh, and enjoyed the episode. I thought it was really uh, really good. But so the whole backdrop of the episode was that there was uh, a blackout, uh, and this was like all across Atlanta and the school the school. <laughs> We know the school is pinching pennies, but they need to turn them to AC. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't understand. I'm no. I live in uh, Florida currently, so I cannot be doing like no AC. That's just craziness to me. And Atlanta is hot, right? Yes, that's what I heard. Um, like I, I, I can only imagine if I'm like right below them and it's really hot here. I bet you it's just as hot there, if not more so. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. So they it was they're going through. It seemed like a heat wave plus, uh, plus <laughs> the fact that they the power ended up going out because of the heat. Um. Uh. Yeah. So the storyline that I wanted to talk about first. I always start with them because they just. <laughs> it's just, to be honest, just not. I'm not here for this couple. And I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm really trying to be here for this couple. But Amara and Turner, um, they're still not giving to me. And I understand it. And I see, like, the writing is all there. I, I just don't know what's disconnecting for me. Uh, but basically, Amara goes, like, She's talking to Turner as she's in the gym and she's just like, I asked you, not asked, I asked you why you ended things and you could not tell me why you ended things. Uh, so they end up getting into a mini argument there and then they end up getting stuck together in the blackout in the gym together. And so she's really upset with him 
he uh, ends up coming to her and trying to like make amends, but she really wants to know why he ended things. So he ends up telling her why he ended things, which is that uh, he talked to Tina, which is Simone's mother for now. No, <laughs> which is Simone's <laughs> mother. And <laughs> she, uh, he says that she told him that he wasn't good enough for Amara and he ended up taking PEDs. <laughs> I'm sorry. When he said the shame nearly killed me, <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> oh my god. And that's the reason he broke up with her. And okay, right. can we just pause there? Because what? <laughs> Honestly, they should have made him a cheater or something because like, PEDs? <laughs> what did you think about that? Were you expecting that to be the reason? No. And I, I was not expecting that to be the reason. Because, like, wasn't it like they were, it was 25 years, right? Since this happened? Yeah, something like that. A long time. Okay, so I was like, was that like he kept the secret for this long when he could have told her that that same week like I was like really telling her you're doing the most and then this whole I agree with what you said earlier their whole relationship is mid I did appreciate <laughs> like the only thing that I have been able to appreciate so far out of them is that he bought her candy bars <laughs> he bought her a candy bar <laughs> The picnic was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all we've gotten. So maybe as the season goes on, we'll get more. But see, I'm like, I'm trying to hold on to hope that we will get more. But at this point, we're five episodes in. So. <laughs> and it's not like, okay... It's not like they've been quiet. And this is what I'm saying. The backstory for them is all there. So theoretically, I should be all in on this relationship by episode five. <laughs> Maybe I just have to, like, I, they're, all American ships have generally been, like, it's pretty clear. Slow burn. Uh, yeah, it's pretty clear what's happening, but the slow bo- burns are obvious. And so, I don't know. Maybe I just have, uh, I don't want to say high expectations because that sounds horrible, but like, I don't know. I just, hopefully, you're correct. Let me let me shut up and just say, you're correct. Hopefully down the line, <laughs> down the line, uh, I will root for Amara and Turner at some point in this season. But right now I'm still like, and I'm, I've said this every single episode, give me Zeke, give me, uh, Ralph, the young kid, like, give me either of those two options, right? Um, but Amara and Turner did end up sleeping together after he said the whole story, and uh, they sort of ended on basically Amara saying, like, this was just closure and nothing more. So what did you think about that? Like, were you expecting that to be her reaction to what went down? I wasn't because, like, it always seems like she has a soft spot for him. And then when they finally hook up, she's like, oh, well, this is it. 
we leaving it in the past. I'm like, girl, stop. We all know that's not true. <laughs> Unless he was like bad at his performance, then maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It was on the was it the gym floor, so who knows? Who knows? But okay, so here's the thing that I thought about. Like, yes, I know that like this the storyline is not going anywhere, but in my heart of hearts, I was just like, good, good. We want the closure. <laughs> we want the closure. We don't want the storyline anymore. <laughs> At least not right now. Like Amara, go, go, go see who else is out there. And if y'all come back together, you come back together. But I'm fine with keeping it at closure. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I like the. I think he's the principal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the president. Yeah, I like him. He's cute. He is. He is. Drumline, Sean. We love you. We love you. <laughs> yeah. um, even though you're mean in this series or whatever, uh, but yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with them, and we'll talk about that uh, when we get to predictions. But that was that was Amara and Turner. Um, someone who I still think is giving and continues to give, Cam and Keisha. Yes, one hundred percent. Uh, 100%. And look, I always do Amara and Turner a disservice because for some reason I always pair them up and I'm like, Amara and Turner are not giving. You know who is giving? Cam and Keisha. And I feel horrible. <laughs> it's just like every single time I uh, do them one after the other, but who cares? Uh, Cam and Keisha, they are, they are giving. They were talking about channeling their creative energy. We know how they've been doing that. But uh, Keisha was telling Cam about this dance competition that she was entering. Um, and he's very gung-ho to help her set up. Uh, she's choreographing the, the video. So he's just like, whatever you need, I got you. Um, and he ends up coming back to tell her about Normani judging the contest. And one of the things that I love is that you see the ways in which Cam really cares for Keisha because, you know, she loves Normani. I don't like, we see the poster, right? But that's like if you're paying attention to the set design of the show. Um, and so just the fact that Cam cares about these little details, uh, details uh, about Keisha is just so, I, I'm just a thousand percent here for it. Um, so he tells her that Normani is judging the contest uh, and she, she gets a little scared and she kind of dips out for a second and is like, you know what? We're not, we're not going to do this. Uh, I know that I just choreographed this, like this amazing dance, but we, we not going to do it. We not going to do it. And so Cam tries to encourage her. Uh, and she, she um, is not like we've seen her before, because I think even though she's been very straight up with Cam, she's always been uh, fair to him. And so this is the first time that it was just like, oh, uh, wow, that's you're going to communicate like that because she sort of tells him that, you know, Cam, you ain't got nothing going on. Like, <laughs> And I was just like, oh, not giving patience a couple episodes ago. <laughs> like she said it to Coop, but uh, yeah, she tells him that he has nothing going on, um, and obviously sort of thinks about it, reflects on it, watches her 
dance realizes that she does want to do the video and apologizes asks him for help again and does the whole like she dances he sings for her again Mitchell Mitchell killed it but what did you think about that were you expecting her to say that to him number one and then like how that all ended up what did, what did you think about that for them Okay, I feel like she is kind of rough around the edges. So I kind of expect her to kind of be standoffish towards him because she's been that way in the past, like kicking him out in the middle of the night and all that other stuff. So that part wasn't too surprising. But what did surprise me was how Sprung Camp is over her. Like, oh, my God. Like, he is he is so romantic like who is this romantic and sweet nice guy who is this i don't know (laughs) has he been like this the whole time but he was just too competitive for us to know this it's like wow and and then when it came to the singing i was like this might be the most romantic scene i have seen on a ya show in a while like oh my god yeah yeah no these are facts these are facts uh, my friend Carmen would say that like Keisha has that dust, and so now <laughs> Cam has that Keisha dust. So now he's just doing all of the things that we never thought he would do, uh, like singing for her and doing all these things. Like, but yeah, oh, no, you're completely correct it, in that. You call it what? We call it whip appeal. <laughs> but facts no legit but to that point Kim is very unlike who we know uh, from All American and it's been really interesting to see Um, and even more so because at the end of it right like after the blackout uh, he's trying to go get breakfast with her and she's does a very very fake very put on uh, I'm tired Right, that was so dramatic. <laughs> but like, what, what, why did she use that excuse? Can you explain it to me? <laughs> like, I don't know if she's ashamed of him or if she still is not fully ready to lay him into her heart. I don't know, but I wish she would return the energy that he is giving her because if she don't, I will. Like, cause she, she is getting on my nerves. <laughs> Yeah, I just wasn't sure. And it's just, there are a lot of things. And maybe it's the fact that she uh, she feels herself getting too close to Cam. So maybe that's why she uh, pushed him away a little bit, a la the, the, you know, you have nothing going on. And then again with the like, oh, I'm tired. Because like maybe she's just someone who is incredibly guarded, uh, which is why she wanted it to be a, to be a hookup in the first place. So that could be it. Could be. Could be. <laughs> um yes, yes. So that was that was Cam and Keisha. Uh and just there, there's a lot going on with with romantic relationships because we move right along to Thea, who <laughs> I love Thea <laughs> so much. I love her too. She's the best. And look, she ends practice early. Um, and and Simone recognizes that there's something going on with her. And she, she like yells at Simone and is like, not everything is about you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that like uh I'm not you know, it's not about like the competition, blah 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 blah. 
I'm freaking out about me and the fact that my grandmother wants to wants to set me up on this date. Um, and she, we find out quickly that she has like never dated before, uh, and that she didn't even know where to start. And so Simone says that she's gonna help her. There were there were a lot of cute interactions with these two, and I'm really loving their bonding. Um, but you know, Simone had this funny moment where she was asking Thea, like, what are you doing? Like, are you, do you like to go to the boobies? Do you like anything (laughs) other than tennis? Freaking bird watching. (laughs) Like who wrote, just snaps to the writer on that one because (laughs) it was, it really made me, it really made me laugh. But yeah, we found out that she's never been on a date, uh, and you know, she just made a lot of sacrifices for tennis and traveled all across the world to play tennis and was homeschooled and, and everything like that. And so as she's prepping for this date, she really doesn't know what to do. Um, meanwhile, obviously, there was some stuff with JR going on. So Simone was skipping out, uh, handing her off to to others, namely Cam and Damon. And why is Simone always telling people's business? <laughs> I don't know. It's a real problem with her, though. It is. Like, how are you just going to drop? That's, it's, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, that is kind of embarrassing just to, like, if I tell you in confidence I've never been on a date, I don't want you to just go tell 18-year-old guys, 19-year-old guys, hey, can you give this person some advice? She's nervous about a date because she's never been on, like, What? Especially when they look like those guys. Like, obviously, I would have been so embarrassed. Like, what? Same. And she was. And she was embarrassed and she felt judged. And uh, they had an interesting conversation about consent. But there was a lot going on in that conversation because it was Thea, Damon, Cam, and Walinda, which, why is Walinda even there? But whatever. Um, (laughs) But. Uh, number one, Thea and David seem to be vibing. Did you pick that up? Yes, yes. Oh my god, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was like, y'all exchanging some looks. Y'all exchanging some looks. There was definitely some chemistry there. Okay, there was, there was. And the, here's the thing: I, I honestly thought before this if they had done the setup that the person that she might have had a crush on would have been Damon but I was just like oh no they abandoned it because they haven't even like talked and then in this episode they have these looks and I'm like oh what is this going on here uh (laughs) but Damon sort of like shows that he's been paying attention that he read up on like the athletes uh the athletes at Bringston and (laughs) Yeah, they were just they were just having a good time, and, and not her asking Cam and David. She's so innocent, but not her asking Cam and David like <laughs> if the beach picture was okay to post. I'm just Thea. Thea is the best, but it, you know, as soon as it transitioned into that conversation about consent, she really just felt. Um, and like putting out after a first date and who pays and everything like that. She just felt sort of out of her league and uh, just like what she said, like it feels like I'm behind in a contest I never entered. I really feel like it's just weird that the writers give the best one-liners to Thea and like this whole, 
They did, because I honestly, I felt that when she said it, that was on another level, because that was my college experience. So, the I like that Thea is more than a pretty face. She's like a three-dimensional character when it comes to yeah. her sports and this new discovery that she does knows nothing about the dating world. Like, I'm just like, Thea might end up being my favorite character. Honestly, same. Honestly, same. It's between it's between Thea and and Keisha, but I love like Thea. There's just so many uh, there's so many layers to her, and I feel like to your point about discoveries, like you just discover something new about her. And look, uh, I I was like Thea in college for sure, uh, for sure, for sure. So I identified with that storyline too. Um, and so yeah, no, it was really it was really good, and I loved it and. You know, she was very honest about Simone and saying, like, I felt I felt judged and I told you that in confidence. And Simone's way to fix it was to say, I have a son who she's been, like, trying to figure out whether she wanted to tell people about it or not. Which, uh, slight, slight pause there to say, we finally figure out that the, the birth parents, uh, not the birth, the adopted parents' names of Shay are Tariq and Chanel. We literally never got their their names before. Uh, also, Amara talking about some so- Simone has been moping for weeks about Shay. I'm like, we ain't seen no moping about Shay. <laughs> did you see moping about Shay? I did not see any moping about Shay. <laughs> I just y'all can't just be throwing things in here. And then Simone talking about some. I'm trying to walk in my truth. Walk in her truth where. <laughs> all she has done is hide things i'm sorry i love her but like all she has done is hide things she hides her stuff but tells everybody else's that's the crazy part exactly and that's what i'm saying and like i'm going to defend her i'm in her corner (laughs) but also i'm just like let's not talk about walking in truth at this moment okay (laughs) you know what tell your friends about Shay first and we'll see what happens so eventually she did and Keisha and Nate said that they already knew um and we find out that Shay is about 14 months so we're like just at what like a little over a year and a year and a couple months to like where we were when uh when All American premiered uh last season so that's just cool timing to know um, but yeah, so she tells him that she's like 14 months and, you know, after Thea seeing that Simone really stepped out of her comfort zone and had the courage to say all of that, you know, Thea gave credit where it was due and really like applauded Simone for doing that and coming back to tennis after being pregnant, which I loved. It was a really cute bonding moment for them. I agree. I hope they have more because I would really love for them to be friends. Me too. Like me I, too. Or at least frenemies. At least frenemies. Because I know she got to have some kind of pro- antagonist, but I like Thea. Yeah. No. Same here. Same here. And I just, I want to see Thea at family dinner. I want to see yes. Thea at family dinner. Um, and th- there's a couple of things I want to bring up. It will. I'll bring them up at predictions. Hopefully, I remember. But yeah, I, I, there is some, some there is some, some notes there I want to bring up at predictions. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, moving right along, oh, 
the big one, the big one, the big one. Uh, Damon, Damon has requested his adoption papers. And at the same time, JR is missing. Obviously, JR found out last week that his parents are divorcing. So, honestly, JR was just a mess the entire episode. He was, but, like, he was bringing the best that we needed. He was. He was bringing the best that we needed. We was already drunk by midday. He, uh... He was quitting the team. He was smoking weed. He was yelling at Nate. Which... Okay, was I the only one who, like, tensed because I thought somebody was about to throw hands? <laughs> Between was... JR and Nate? Yes! When, when JR slapped the table? Yes, and I was just like, you can't hit her? <laughs> But then he didn't, and uh, he didn't throw. He all he did was slam the table. I don't know. I was just like, it was. T- there were so many. Even even uh, with Damon, I was just like, are you are you guys gonna punch each other? I don't know. I was like ready for people to throw hands in this episode. It was so shocked <laughs> when nobody threw hands <laughs> because you know on All American they just be they just be going at it. They don't care. Listen, you blank ass Prince too hard, and he be ready to fight. <laughs> Facts, facts, facts. Um, so I was very happy that nobody threw hands. Um, and very happy that Nate called out called out JR and really tried to um you know connect connect with JR about about parents because uh, Nate said that she experienced divorce uh in her family as well. And, you know, was really trying to connect with uh JR about that. Uh, meanwhile, Simone is also trying to connect with JR. He's forcing her to take some shots that she doesn't want to take. Like, it, it, it just, it was a mess. David is asking Simone about JR. And it was just like this whole weird thing between JR being a mess, not listening to anybody, Damon trying to understand what was going on between Simone and Simone and JR, and then like Nate trying to reach JR as well. So it's just it was a lot, and it ended up basically with, you know, basically Damon finding out about Simone's adoption, telling her it took courage, but then she tells him, which, sorry, I cannot move past this point. When he when he was holding her hand, uh, when he said, like, it took courage for you to, for you to, um, give your baby up for adoption. I know that, like, I know what's in your heart. When he was saying all of that, did it not seem like they were gonna kiss? I yes, really thought I definitely kiss. thought they were gonna kiss. Like, cause they were like close, neck and neck, and it's like it's just dark environment. Like, I'm like, if there was ever a time to kiss, it was that moment. Exactly. So why didn't they have them kiss? Oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> too busy worried about Jr. Because, like, I would have had to seize the moment. I don't care. <laughs> seize the moment. <laughs> but even so, in the yeah, I was just very yeah. That took a lot of willpower. Willpower because it really did seem. I truly thought that they were gonna kiss. But you know what? Good for her. Good for her. Good for her for staying strong and making it about JR, especially given the fact that she's still in a relationship. 
Uh, but to yeah. that point, they were incredibly close, um, which I'm sure is going to present challenges in the future. Uh, but anyway, Simone ends up, to that point, Simone ends up telling Damon after he says, is there any more deep, dark secrets in a like smooth, sexy voice? Uh, Simone ends up telling him that they think she and JR think that JR and Damon might be brothers. He gets really upset. He goes to talk to J- uh, JR and, you know, JR's already been drunk. So he, you know, says some things that he probably shouldn't say. And so does Damon, but JR basically ends it by saying like, this is family business. You are family and I don't have or want or need a brother. And that was like, I don't know. I feel like Damon and JR always are like being hurtful towards each other. Is that just me? They are. They are. It's like the early seasons of Jordan Spencer. Right. Right. But I, I almost feel, is it like it's worse because like they know each other? True. Um, and, you know, I know that that's, I, I don't I don't know if that's just gonna go away like those words that 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 Jr. said or the words that Damon said and you know Jamin left that experience really I think really shaken um, obviously angry but also really shaken because you know, he's just finding this out we know from the backdoor pilot that his adoption is something that's so um, so incredibly like. Uh, almost like triggering for him and it's very sensitive like it's a very sensitive topic and so finding all of this out at once really uh messed with his head and I don't hold it against him because you know you find out that your friend could have been your brother and that they were keeping it and then you're just trying to help your friend but he's also pushing you away so it I I can't fault uh Damon for being sort of upset and very confused in that moment and you know, eventually pushing Simone away because she tried to call him again and apologize, but he just wasn't uh, wasn't trying to hear it. Um, but that's sort of where they they ended that conversation, and you know, Damon really not talking to Simone or Jr. And then at the end of that, like finding out that there were no records on his adoption because he simultaneously has, like we said at the top put in that put in that request to find his records um and he had the email in his inbox but he didn't read it until until later but finding out that like again there's no records of his adoption so here we go even more mystery that makes even way more for mystery. more drama more drama too but what did you think about that whole there was a lot in one in one big storyline I that definitely was a lot. Like it was on the heavier side of what I would imagine a blackout at a college being, but I've come to terms with that being the voice of the show. But I will say that you remember okay, earlier when you said that Damon asked for um asked her if there were any dark see any more secrets she had. When I watched that scene I had a feeling that maybe he was asking her if she if, might have like if she liked him. <laughs> yeah, like 
I felt like he was kind of hitting around, hoping she would say something at that moment. I and I thought that's what she was gonna say, and then she turned out with this like Jr. <laughs> brother thing, and I'm like, what? Someone, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And again, she is still with Jordan, so there's something to be said about that. And I don't know if I have no idea how that relationship is gonna end. Maybe they'll do an open relationship. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people now. There's the Thea is. is in the mix. Uh, I did not think that Jr. would be in the mix, but now it feels like there might be something with Simone and Jr. Um, <laughs> There's just, <laughs> there's a lot. But one thing is clear is that to that point, it still felt like there was insane chemistry and and uh, romantic tension when he was holding her hand. And it, it did feel like they were about to kiss for sure uh, when he said like, I know your heart and all of that stuff. So you can definitely see the uh, the feelings on his end for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, this is one small thing, but why when Simone said, like, Damon, please don't shut me out, I just thought of Frozen, like, please don't shut me out again. Please don't slam the door. (laughs) For the first time. It was kind of of fairy tale, like, the way that she said that the lights came back on. I'm like, okay. Right. It was giving Frozen. It was giving Frozen. And I loved it. I I was here for it. Uh, But yeah, so that's how they they ended that um, on the Damon and Simone end. But on the JR end, he eventually did talk to Nate and they encouraged him to to talk to his parents and get that together and again we sort of ended on that note about Damon not having records uh, for his adoption um so yeah that was that was the episode in a nutshell and getting into predictions Thanks for listening to Film Study and All-American Podcasts. Stay tuned for our predictions.